Dedication and Introduction to Preludes of Poetry and Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Dedication and Preludes of Poetry and Music by Irene Curtis. Dedication. Requests from friends for copies and the poems written by my daughter Irene led to the desire to put them into convenient and permanent form. Dear letters have come testifying to the purity, earnestness, and inspirational idealism of her life, and it is hoped that this little volume may in a measure perpetuate that influence. After a struggle of three years against failing health on April 7, 1916, the sweet spirit passed on, and all that is mortal now rests in the family lot at Anamosa, Iowa on a beautiful hillside overlooking the junction of two rivers, which thread their way through a lovely vale shadowed by overhanging cliffs. In memory of her and to the college classmates and friends whom she so dearly loved, this book is dedicated. Florence Noyes Curtis A Poem by Louisa Spear Wilson, Class of 1912 It was borne along on the breath of song, the soul of a maiden pure and free. Her virtues and shy, rare sweetness blent like the tones of a beautiful instrument. At her touch, new melodies sprang to birth and gladdened her little spot of earth. The souls that her soul touched first admired and then were uplifted and inspired. It was borne along on the breath of song, the soul of a maiden pure and free. From the Smith College Alumni Quarterly, July 1916 Introduction he passeth not from this world ever who liveth in the memory of true friends. In a few brief years, as we count time, Irene Curtis lived much and lived intensely. She was born at College Station, Texas, August 22, 1890, and spent the first three years of her life there, her parents then removing to Washington, Louisiana, where she passed a happy childhood. This life in the South made a deep impression upon her sensitive nature, and the early years spent in quiet places remote from the whirl of city life gave these impressions opportunity to seek deep into her thoughtful mind. It was certainly this life that familiarized her with the Negro mode of thought and expression, and made the writing of dialect poems so natural to her when in later years she began to voice these childhood impressions. When she was thirteen years of age, her home was removed to Chicago, where she entered upon the intense and varied life of study and cultural diversion of a large city. After graduating from the University High School in 1908, she spent her freshman year at the University of Chicago. She graduated the same year, 1909, from the Columbia School of Music, having the signal honor to be chosen by the directors to play the concerto at commencement, accompanied by a large orchestra made up of members of the Theodore Thomas Orchestra. In the autumn, she entered Smith College, from which she received the degree of Bachelor of Arts in 1912. It is interesting to note that her major work was in philosophy. Two of the three musical numbers that she contributed to the commencement programs that year are included in this book. The Witch's Dance, which she orchestrated for the presentation of Macbeth, and the Ivy Song, Music for Class Day. Her talent in music both in execution and composition, had shown itself unmistakably when she began its study at eight years of age, her playing even then showing unusual brilliancy. 
the encouragement given in those early days stimulated her musical ambitions bearing fruit later in the artistic quality of her playing in a marked gift for composition and showing great promise for the future she loved to commune with her piano playing from the masters until late hours in the darkness and improvising from her own unlimited store of melody and rhythm unfortunately few of her compositions were ever prepared for publication for with the diverse interests which engaged her attention the developing and writing of them was of necessity deferred the writing of verse began with her earliest use of the pencil and the first dialect poems were written in her first year at smith college the occasion being her mother's return from a sojourn in that old home in louisiana bringing back to the college girl in massachusetts in the midst of her student life the interests and images of those earlier years spent in the regions of the cotton and canebrake and the cherokee rose having at this time a paper to prepare for her english class and recalling the memories of old scenes as she sat that evening overlooking the moonlit campus a darky pastoral and the two succeeding poems were written other poems followed these during her college years but after college came a period when music engaged her thought until failing health made piano playing too arduous then in december nineteen fourteen she again turned to the pen for expression and during that month the last four dialect poems were written as well as the dying day the christmas season christmas eve to p f b christmas nineteen fourteen and fragments she was an unusually interesting girl with exceptional endowments and very likable professor gardner of the department of philosophy at smith college wrote and we looked as she herself must have done to an exceptional fulfillment of so rare a promise as her young life seemed to give a rare strength and gentleness a love for the beautiful and a passion for perfection in all things she did together with a keen interest in all the great problems of the day and a high sense of personal responsibility toward their solution were her most marked characteristics the organizations of which she was an active member are an index to the diverse nature of her interests she organized and was the first president of the sketch club of the university of chicago high school and after graduating from college was an active member of the chicago college club the political equality league and the amateur musical club in contrast to these serious pursuits and interests was her intense enjoyment of all physical activities her childhood playmates remember her as laughing-eyed and full of quickness the children who confessed themselves in awe of the little girl who performed such marvels at the piano were loyal in proclaiming her the fastest runner on our street and this little girl with sparkling eyes and flying braids of dark silken hair on a head exquisitely poised became the maiden who entered with zest into the work of the college gymnasium and who delighted in skating rowing swimming horseback riding dancing tennis in fact in all out-of-door sports thus her life was by no means narrow friends recall the deftness and efficiency of her flexible swift-moving fingers when she took up the needle and fashioned from dainty fabrics such apparel as all women love she was never idle it was as if she half unconsciously was carrying out the thought of him who said my father worketh hitherto and i work for she had a deep religious sense following out the teachings of her master as faith fully and joyously as those of her teachers in school conservatory or college friends who were nearest to her in sympathy have written that they were ennobled and enriched because irene curtis had lived and had expressed her ideals and had given them her loyal friendship and had voiced her faith in mankind 
Dr. Burton, president of Smith College, wrote of her, she made a distinct contribution to the life of this college. A line from George Eliot occurs to me as I think of her early death. She has certainly fed the high tradition of the world and left her spirit safe in other breasts. One wishes that all the hopes of her life might have had fulfillment here, but the beauty of her character and the clearness of her soul, the influence of her aspirations, her devotion to music and all other things of an uplifting nature, which made her not only lovable, but an inspiration to finer ideals and nobler living, will continue to live in the hearts of all who knew her, and in these selections from her poems and music here preserved for her friends. End of Introduction